Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight is study number 9 of Revelation chapter 22. We're reading verse 6. And he said unto me, These sayings are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. And I'll stop reading there. Now we were looking at the first part of verse 6 in our last study. These sayings or these words are faithful and true. And that is a certainty. There is no question about that because these sayings are found in the Bible and the Bible is the book of truth. And it goes on to say, And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. The Lord God of the holy prophets. And um, why does God uh, identify himself and say he is of the holy prophets? Well, because um, it was the holy prophets that God used to uh, be his scribes to write the Bible. For example, in Luke chapter 1, it says, beginning in verse 68, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us. God spake by the mouth of the holy prophets in this way that we read about in Second Peter chapter 1. And it says in the last two verses, verses 20 and 21, Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. That is, the prophecy of the Bible, all scripture, came from God. It is his word. He moved these uh, holy men to speak. They, uh, they were directed by the Holy Spirit of God to write down the things that we have recorded in the Bible. And, and so the, the holy prophets are made holy by God, the Holy Spirit, and they were inspired as all scripture is given by inspiration of God to uh, speak the things that they have said that we read of here. In Acts chapter 3, it says, beginning in verse 20, And he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you, whom the heaven 
must receive until the times of restitution of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. For Moses truly said unto the fathers, A prophet shall the Lord God raise up unto you of your brethren, like unto me. Him shall ye hear in all things whatsoever he shall say unto you. And it shall come to pass that every soul which will not hear that prophet shall be destroyed from among the people. Yea, and all the prophets from Samuel and those that follow after, as many as have spoken, have likewise foretold of these days. You are the children of the prophets and of the covenant, which God made with our fathers, saying unto Abraham, And in thy seed shall all the kindreds of the earth be blessed. So God has used the prophets to declare his word. And uh, as he says, you're the children of the prophets. Why are we the children of the prophets? Because how were you and I and, and any individual that has become saved, one of God's elect, how was it that we became saved? It was through the hearing of the Bible written by the holy prophets. Therefore, we have been begotten by the holy prophets, and every one of us is a child of the prophets, or we're children of the prophets. We're, we're born again by the word of God. And that's why God says that um, here in Revelation 22, the, that he is the Lord God of the holy prophets. He's the Lord God of the Bible. He's the Lord God of the Scripture. And the Scripture was written uh, by the prophets that he moved to write. Well, it goes on to say um, in verse 6, The Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. And angel, we we know we've seen it many times in the book of Revelation, is the Greek angelos, which means messenger. And Christ is the chief messenger of the covenant. Here it's referring to one of the seven angels. And the seven angels represent the body of believers. Christ in the midst of them is one of the seven and that is, he is of his people. He is in them. And it is Christ, the angel, who uh, God has sent. God sent Christ into the world to fulfill his will in demonstrating the things he had done from the foundation of the, of the earth or the foundation of the world. And now um, we're reading that he has sent Christ, sent his chief messenger, to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. And this verse reminds us of Amos chapter 3, Amos 3 and verse 7. Surely the Lord Jehovah will do nothing, but he revealeth his secret unto his servants, the prophets. Now, uh, since... We are children of the prophets. We are prophets too. 
and we're prophets. All of God's people are prophets in the sense that we speak forth the word of God. We declare the word of God and we are prophets. And I, I know some people, critics, um, enemies of, of the truth typically roll their eyeballs when they hear uh, that God's people are aligning themselves as prophets. Oh, you're a prophet. You're like Jeremiah. You're like Amos. Or you're like Isaiah. Now you're a prophet. That's why you're saying October 7th is a is the likely end of the world. Because you're a prophet. And they they hear what we're saying. They even understand what the Bible is saying. They recognize it to some degree that when you teach things from the Bible or you declare things from the Bible, you're acting in the role of a prophet. And what's the proof of that? Well, how many times have you been called a false prophet? I know I've been called a false prophet numerous times. Well, if they're saying you're a false prophet, isn't that, in a negative way, a recognition of being a prophet? Uh, oh, you're a false prophet. It, they have no trouble saying you're a prophet then, as long as it goes along with the word false. Well, God's people are prophets. And there are false prophets today, people who speak falsely, declaring forth the word of God on doctrinal matters, the things the Bible says. And uh, it, it is... The New Testament corporate church, the apostate church of our present time, the condemned church that has already been judged and destroyed and, and is a spiritual um, desolation as God began judgment at the house of God that is full of false prophets. They speak falsely when they speak of salvation. They, they tell people lies, saying, here's how you get saved, um, through accepting Christ, making a decision, being baptized, um, partaking of the Lord's table. It's said uh, directly or implied just numerous ways. Here's how you get saved. Our church can save you if you follow along with us and it's completely false. And of course... That's just the tip of the iceberg. If you look into any area of the Bible, what does the Bible say about women teaching? Then look at the churches. They're teaching falsely. Look what the Bible says uh, about qualifications for deacons and elders. Then look at the churches. Or what the Bible says uh, concerning marriage and divorce, that there's not to be divorce for any reason, nor remarriage. Now... Look at what the churches teach, or this teaching, or that teaching. The church is after the image of the beast. The church is after the image of the false prophet, Satan. They are false prophets in all the prophecies they speak forth, in all the teachings they declare, the their very existence is false. It is a lie. They ought not to be because God has ended the church age and commanded his people to come out. 
and yet it is the very same institution and its members, the congregation of the dead, which is what it says in Proverbs, and it applies to today's church, that points their finger, their their bony finger, at God's elect. And because God's elect, apparently, from their outward perspective of things, got it wrong on May 21, 2011, and, it, and according to what they see with their eyes, it was not Judgment Day, you're a false prophet. And, well, God's elect are the ones that spend extra amounts of time and apply extra carefulness when they come to the Bible and have an extra regard for the truth, a very special emphasis God's elect place on the truth. And, and they're very careful to compare Scripture with Scripture and make sure their conclusions harmonize and God's elect have the truth in all these areas of the Bible because God the Holy Spirit has led them and guided them into truth and yet apparently because from the perspective of the world which the church is a part of and the world looks on the outward appearance of things the world looks on things seen and has no regard for unseen things and and that's a problem because the Bible is given to us by an invisible God and speaks of unseen things above, an invisible kingdom of heaven, and talks about faith. And faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And so the world has a completely opposite viewpoint than the Bible. The Bible tells us, keep your eyes on things above. And and that would be focused on unseen things while the world focuses on the seen. And the church is in alignment with the world and they did not see anything. Now God's people speak of a spiritual judgment and, and God's word being fulfilled. It means nothing to the natural-minded individuals of the world or the church, and therefore you spoke falsely. You're the false prophet. Now, of course, the Lord's people are not bothered by this at all. It's actually expected, and it adds evidence to the child of God that the things they're saying are actually true. Because if we were truly false prophets, we'd be embraced. We we would be uh, welcomed into the family of the world. The world loves its own. It's only those that go against the grain, against the way of the world. And what's the way of the world? The lie, the deceit, the deception to seduce and to allure and to promise falsely. But the way of God and his word is the truth. It is to speak things that are true and faithful according to the word of God, the Bible. And here's what God says in Matthew chapter 5, um, in verse 10. 
Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. You know who was called a false prophet? Jeremiah was called a false prophet by the church of his day. And Jesus was considered a false prophet. The Jewish authorities said of him, that deceiver said, and they were speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ, truth himself. And when we look back at biblical history, we find that the true prophets, the true believers, uh, true people of God, spoke to the outward organization, the representation of God's kingdom, Israel of old, and they were a minority in every um, generation, in every case that God moved them to speak. There would be a Micaiah uh, speaking the truth that was full of judgment and information that people didn't want to hear. And on the other side, there'd be hundreds of false prophets speaking things smooth and pleasing to the ears of the king of Israel and to all of his court. And they would encourage Micaiah, speak ye as one of these others, for they all speak well of the king and his plans. And yet Micaiah had to speak the true word of God, which people don't naturally like to hear. It does not tickle their ears, and so they lash out at the prophets of God, and they'll accuse them, you speak falsely, Jeremiah. The Lord has not sent you. And yet Jeremiah just simply shared what God had revealed to him. And this is the nature of God's people. Uh, You know, um, understanding that a prophet is just any believer that speaks the word of God. And that's what Mr. Camping was greatly used by God to do for a long time. For for a very long time, many, many years. He spoke forth the word of God. And then when apparently May 21, 2011 did not happen uh, according to the eyes of man and his outward sight, when that failed, masses of people rose up and pointed their fingers at Mr. Camping, a good and faithful man, and exclaimed, false prophet. And he was reviled like few men have been and spoken evil of. And, and the church, even today, you'll find people that think they can, and they can get away with it in this world. They they just lambast Mr. Camping, and they pronounce all kinds of terrible things against him. And you know what God, in his word, really says about this kind of situation? I mean, these things are being said by, as it says in the book of Job, individuals 
that would not be worthy to be set with the dogs of the flock. These individuals are declaring these things from the apostate false church that has become a false prophet in itself. And, and they're accusing God's elect. Who's the great accuser? Who's the one that accuses the brethren? Satan. The enemies of God. They're the accusers of the saints. And, and so God says when that happens to, uh, the people of God, I'm sure Mr. Camping, uh, had this in mind. Rejoice and be exceeding glad. Exceeding glad for great is your reward in heaven for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. In other words, in other words, the path that we're traveling, the footsteps that we're following, the Lord Jesus Christ tread that path, and all the faithful prophets of old, all the ones that spoke forth the word of God, have been persecuted for righteousness' sake, for the word's sake. They have been afflicted. They have face trials of cruel mockings, we read in Hebrews chapter 11. This is the way, the the pathway that leads to the kingdom of heaven. And it's a way that is full of affliction. And it's in evidence today as God's people continue to declare the things of the Bible. That's all we're doing. You know, uh, if the Bible were not the Bible, nobody would be troubled, nobody be bothered by any of this information. If Buddhists talk about the end of the world, nobody cares. If um, some other religion starts saying that this is going to be the end, nobody pays any attention. But it's the Bible. And even within Christianity, when a false church... When, when someone who doesn't have the true gospel sets a date or comes up with a date, uh, based on some dream or vision, nobody cares. Nobody's interested. But when information comes forth from the Word of God, the Bible, and when the methodology used to arrive at that information is the proper biblical methodology, Scripture with Scripture, no dreams, no visions, just the Bible alone. And when conclusions are harmonizing, well, then the charges, the accusations begin to come. And that's because even though men's hearts have grown cold, deep down within the conscience of every individual, they know there's a God and they know the Bible's his word. And there is still at least a vestige of fear left in men concerning the word of God and the things that it declares. And so uh, God's people who carry the message of the word of God can have the expectation of it being reviled and and we're the, the one carrying it. So uh, we're caught in uh, in the middle in a sense. We're, it, it, we're not the target as God said to Samuel. They've not rejected you. They've rejected me. The target really is the word that we're carrying. 
It's the message of the Bible that's really the object of the wrath of sinful man. It's not the individual believer who's carrying that message. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.